good evening, wrestling fans, and welcome to the first edition of this year of the Haggard Zeppelin Hershey Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by the Double Eagle here at Cross Creek. Once again, we are this year are live from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill, Rex Burr, along with AJ Calver and Dane Filling. And uh, Dane, we're in the way-in section of the uh, program. Have to work back in. It's been a year since we've had the program, but uh, we're all set. It's wrestling season again. Well, we've got a busy show for you tonight as we have a former state champion and now assistant coach for the Belmont Braves, Paul Baker, with us. We're also joined by Coach Calver now. We're going to give you an overview of what WZBD is going to do this year for wrestling coverage and what our show is going to do, along with bringing you some messages from our fine sponsors. But uh, we want to welcome to the show Coach Calver. Well, thank you, Dane. Uh, I had an exciting weekend doing volleyball with you and Rex, and that was a new experience for me. And uh, I talked to some folks who happened to be listening. They said I didn't totally embarrass myself. And now that I've done it, I want to do state. So you're out. I'm in. Well, we're certainly excited about next Saturday. And join us as the Belmont Braves go for a state title against another set of Braves from Brebuff Jesuit. That's going to be at 4 o'clock from Worthen Arena in Muncie. Rex and I will be on the call. Of course, Rex will also be with uh, Coach Mike Maki Friday night as Adam Central vies for a football sectional title. Uh, unfortunately, I drew the short straw and have to drive to Randolph County Friday night. Um, there are no hotels in Randolph County, we, dis- <laughs> we discovered. We talked about in staying... the entire county? We, we talked about staying at the Randolph County Inn and Suites, and we decided that maybe it would just be better if we just drove there and back and then tried to go to Muncie Saturday. Believe me, I bet that's the Randolph County Inn and Suite. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm not really sweet. sure what's going on there. But we've got a great show for you today. We're going to talk to Paul Baker both about his experiences as a wrestler, about his uh, next foray into the sport as an assistant coach. Uh, we've got a new era of Belmont wrestling coming as Tim Myers is now the coach. Uh, a really exciting senior class. Of course, Adam Central has some really exciting seniors with Blake Hirely and Alex Curry. And a really good team returning back. And even South Adams, uh, they've got a few tricks up their sleeve. We talked to Coach Gaskell. He didn't want to reveal anything, but but we can basically admit that there are some boys who have wrestled before, who had gone into other sports, who have now left those other sports and come back to wrestling for this winter. And uh, Coach Gaskell set himself up with a schedule that, Uh, in this new era of Team State. So this is the first year for Team State that not all of the teams are confirmed. There's one spot left for 1A, 2A, 3A, and 4A that we're not going to pick until December. And Coach Gaskell at South Adams has scheduled three or four teams in November and early December that if he can pick up a win in two or three of those, South Adams is going to have to be invited to Team State because he's wrestling two or three teams who are already in. So a really exciting start to the season for them, and we're certainly excited to talk to him later in the year. Once again, uh, we have uh, our guests and our uh, hosts here from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. And, uh, Dan, you and I had the uh, special tonight. i tell you what, the shrimp was fantastic tonight. I uh, appreciate that, the uh, food that they have here at the Double Eagle. So remember, when we tell you guys come out here for that special, that special is for you to attend here on the nights of our show. Move to Sunday night this year. And we're staying at Sunday night all season long. Yeah, and the great thing about our Sunday night schedule this year is that there are no conflicts. We're not going to do any shows that are live on location outside of one show that I think AJ and I are going to try to pull off at uh, Mishawaka over the Christmas break. 
but uh, every Sunday night from now until the end of the season, and even the Sunday uh, following the state finals, we're going to be right here at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill uh, with great food specials and drink specials, and we hope for a really big crowd. And we are actually uh, joined by Jason Cree right now, and uh, we'll bring we'll hand Jason a microphone or a headset. And yeah, we'll let Jason tell us about some of the specials going on this week or this month, and. Uh, Give us all the, the reasons we should come here and dine and uh, enjoy your beverages. Well, every, we got everything here for you. I mean, we got the wrestling show. Well, that's something to come up and uh, uh How many television experience. sets do I've we got, have? I've got 13 TVs here. There, if, if you want a sport, we probably have it. Uh, we probably have it for you to... Uh, um, Enjoy a few buckets on and uh, get some food. And Tonight's special are wings and uh, shrimp. Yes, we do that. Uh, we do that every Sunday, Sunday night. Uh, for these guys, I might have to switch it up. Rex might get a little grumpy. He likes to try new things. He does. He does like it a little bit. But uh, I'll speak to it. Uh, when I had my birthday here in the spring, and it was on during the NCAA wrestling tournament, I brought uh, probably 15, 20 people showed up ordered drinks, and told the bar, hey, we want to watch wrestling. They immediately turned two different TVs to it, and we sat here all night and uh, ordered drinks and food and, and watched the wrestling and really enjoyed ourselves. Well, we like to sponsor that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, anything that pe- people want to watch, uh, we want to show it to them. And when we came on uh, WZBD and we went to our station owner and said, hey, we want to do a show solely for high school wrestling. We want to do it for an hour. We want to do it every week of the entire season. He looked at us and thought, okay, so how are you going to do this? And we went straight to Jason and we said, hey, we want to host it here. We want to bring in people. We want this to be the mecca of our show. And uh, Jason jumped on board and has been our sponsor ever since. And we appreciate it, Jason. Great job. You're welcome. You're welcome. Have a good season. All right. Jason Jason. Cree, the big man here at the Double Eagle. And uh, you're going to find specials for lunch every day. From about 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock, and uh, dinner specials as well. And uh, make sure you come up, uh, cold beverages, adult and non-adult beverages, and all the good food you could want to eat. And I can guarantee you the Double Eagle Burger is the best burger in town, by far. So looking forward to the WZBD schedule this year, uh, we have our traditional kickoff match, which is November 23rd. That's a Tuesday before Thanksgiving. And guys, I hate to break it to you, because... You guys have been doing this since 1988, I believe. No, no, I've been doing this since 1981. I'm talking about the Belmont-Columbia City opening match of the year. This is it. This year is the last year that you're going to see Belmont open their season with Columbia City because Coach Myers – oh, I like your language introduction. Coach Myers has moved the (coughs) NE8 to an ACC-like – or I'm sorry, ACAC-like – uh, conference duels starting next season. So next season we will not have duels against Columbia City, New Haven, Huntington North. No individual Leo. duels. You'll, you'll have a, a multi-duel. We will have those duels on a, on a Friday and Saturday night, and that's going to open up four new duels for Belmont to wrestle, whether that's, who knows, Prairie Heights, Delta, anybody that, that they can add to the schedule. So for the first time since I believe when the NHC was formed, I think it was... 88 or 89, I'm not sure exactly. Uh, 
Belmont has opened up their season with Columbia City ever since then, and so next year is going to be the first time that doesn't happen. Uh, our second match on the broadcast schedule is December 2nd, but we're really hoping that, uh, and not that we're rooting for Adams Central over South Adams, but we know that if Adams Central does advance far enough in the football state tournament, they're going to push that match back against Belmont, and that'll get moved to later in the year. So as the clock winds down, the weigh-in section of the program is over, and we're going to send back to the studio to see Rouse run aboard for us as he does for all of our big events. We'll be back with uh, our first guest in the first period right after these messages. Independently owned and operated, Haggard Sefton Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years. Whether it's at need, a prearrangement, or a monument sale, our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one. Hi, this is Jesse from Heller Nursery. Heller Nursery is located in between Decatur and Bluffton on 400 West. Christmas is right around the corner. Heller Nursery has fresh cut greens and wreaths for decorating. Don't forget Christmas trees and poinsettias. Come see our wide selection of houseplants and indoor pottery. New crops are available weekly. Check out Heller Nursery's Facebook page for current selection and specials. We are open seven days a week, year round. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. Stop in and ask me for details about our new Beer of the Month Club with all our great variety. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. Decatur Package Liquor, it's located right on 13th Street. Come on, guys. It's where your friends shop. Hosted by the Double Eagle here at Cross Creek. Once again, we're live from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Rex along with Dane Filling, still joined by Coach A.J. Calver as we move into the first period of our show. Well, Rex, you know, last year we, we bumped up our schedule so that we had four shows preceding the very first match. And uh, last year we were on Monday night, so we were following the very first practice. But this is on the first practice's eve, as everybody in the state will start practice tomorrow. And I thought that we would spend a little bit of time today in the first period talking to uh, Hall of Fame Coach Calvert as uh, we discuss what, what does a coach do to get ready for a season? What do you do on that very first day? Uh, I know that from my experience and helping out with the Belmont program, you get a bunch of kids that are really excited in September and October, and then all of a sudden they show up to that first practice, and after the first two and a half hours, they might need a little bit of push to come back the next day on Tuesday. Well, Dane, you probably don't want to go two and a half hours on the first practice. I can remember my first practice ever back in 1962. Uh, Gary Geisler was the new coach, and we had never had wrestling before. And one of my teammates put his hand up in the air, and Gary called on him and said, Yes, where are the ring ropes? There's no ropes here. Well, you know, it's not like you're watching on television, young man, you know, the the WWF stuff. So the, the kids now have a clue what's going on. Yeah, and, uh, you know, for Coach Myers, he's spent a lot of time in the last couple of months uh, recruiting and working on getting guys ready. And it's a little bit of a different situation for Adam Central and South Adams as they're still playing football. 
Belmont football, of course, already done, but that's something that you experience at Lures, obviously. Uh, how do you balance that? You know, well, the football football boys will be here eventually, but those of you who are here now, you how just, do you work on that? You just go as hard as you can with the six or eight or the ten kids that you've got, and you understand that you know these kids don't want to practice forever. They want to get matches in too, but if you don't have enough kids to fill the weight classes, you're not going to win any of those matches. So it, you just have to decide whether or not you're going to go go to an event with nine weight classes full. Or are you going to wait until you get everybody back in the room? But uh, it was tough, but we knew they were coming. We knew they were athletic, and they were going to be strong, and it would help us you know, be more competitive. But it's not an easy situation. And uh, I can remember every year we didn't get our full team back until the week after Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. You know, AJ, being a football player going into wrestling, wrestlers know that they're not in wrestling shape when they come out of football. Football shape is football shape, and wrestling shape is a whole different animal. And it's like it took you a good two weeks to get back into wrestling shape from football shape, and and that's just a a learning curve they had to get to. So I'm interested in your opinions. For Belmont this year, the preseason mags come out for Indiana Matt. Belmont's ranked number one. They are considered the favorite. They they, they basically have everybody back for Team State. How do you, and maybe you guys were there in in 78 and 79, how do you come into the very first practice and say, okay, we expect to win the state title this year? Yeah. That's a little bit different of an assignment compared to other years where you say, hey, here's our goals. When you say at the very first practice, our goal is to be the very best 2A team in the entire state, that's a pretty big pretty big thing to say in the very first practice i don't think so i think the the young men that are involved in the program right now they understand where they're at they've been varsity for three years this is their fourth year with all the the studly seniors that we have and even the new young men coming in they understand hey if we don't win two-way state it's not been a good year if we don't take half a dozen kids down to state if, if we don't you know win some matches down in state and maybe have a state champion you just got to set the goals high and get after it. You know, when, when we came in, I'm going to change your phrase just one little bit. We came into the season thinking we are the best team in the state, not the best 2 ace team in the state. There was no class. Nobody even looked at class. We were the best team in the state. I ran into a, an old AC guy that used to wrestle there at the gas station. He told me, he said, we were so scared when you guys come in the gym. He said, we just wanted it to be over and you guys gone because we were just that scared. And I said, your program's not that way now. You've built it up, and your program is very competitive. But back in the day, I, he said, we were so scared, we just wanted you guys to take your medals and leave. Well, I was having a conversation with uh, Coach Sean Fro earlier this week, and we were looking at some of the rankings and preseason things that I had access to before uh, the preseason mag came out. Talk about how much wrestling has developed in Indiana. Uh, we can say this now because it's been published, but Crown Point has a ranked wrestler in the state at all 14 weight classes this year, which is just... Darn good job of recruiting they do up there at Crown Point. <laughs> absolutely wild to think about what you're up against uh, and how different the sport has, has become. It, there, are, there are no... So Belmont's ranked number, two, number one in 2A. Prairie Heights is ranked number one in 1A. Those two teams are nowhere close to the top 20 teams in the state anymore. It is definitely a... A, a top-heavy sport when it comes to the team rankings well, now. I think I saw a thing come out. Brownsburg showed all their ranked wrestlers, and they had 10 or 11. 
ranked wrestlers all in the state. Yeah, it's going to be a very good, a very good team race, and we're going to get into this a little bit later about the the team state portion of the season and where that's going to be. It's not going to be at the Coliseum this year, so that's a change for our fans and for our listeners. But uh, it, it's still going to be fun. Um, but the one good thing, I guess I would say, is that 1A and 2A and 4A are going to be in the same place. And where are we going to? So we're going to Warren Central High School. So we'll okay. talk about that a little bit later. But uh, uh, one thing that, that I also wanted to touch on before we go to break here is uh, I think it's worth mentioning that as we come into December here, about we're about five weeks away, we are entering now 60 years. We're going to enter the 60th anniversary of when Coach Calver stepped onto the mat the very first time. And... Uh, Scared to death. Not Belmont, but Decatur High School entered the wrestling world, and uh, that was December 5th or 6th, 1962, and we will have come full circle now as uh, the 60th anniversary of wrestling in Adams County, and I think that's something worth celebrating, and uh, that nobody else does high school wrestling like we do here in Adams County, and I think that's something we need to celebrate. We wrestled New Haven High School. They had been wrestling for 10 years. We had never seen a match, let alone wrestled in one. Gary Geisler's got us down in the bowels of Decatur High School gym. He's got a blackboard in front of him. He smashes his fist into that blackboard. He brings it back. His knuckles are all bleeding. He's got us going out there, frothing at the nose and the mouth. We're going to get him. Let's get him, boys. We're going after these guys. We're going to win this match. And the next thing you know, they won 12 in a row. We got shut out. <laughs> I learned a very valuable lesson that day, the difference between motivation and practice. <laughs> but we got better. We won matches that year, you know, for a first-year team. Well, I remember, I remember 1962. I was one years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you that talking to Coach Myers this year from a Belmont perspective, uh, he is very aware and cognizant of the role that some of those very early wrestlers played in, in, in bringing the sport to Adams County, sharing it with Adams Central, eventually getting a program at South Adams, those types of things. And that's something that he really wants to celebrate this year. He has some theme nights planned for the four home meets this year, and that's something that we, re- we definitely want to, uh, to, to plug. One thing that Coach Myers has done is he has developed an email list, and he tries to send out updates and things, and he sends out there, and every week he texts me, can you find Steve Carter for me? We, we found him. We found him. Did, did we? Oh, yeah. I haven't found him. No. Myers did. We found him. Okay. Steve, Steve Carter, I think, down in Louisiana. Well, we got him. We got him under control. And he wants to come back. And that's uh, the, one of the things that, that Coach Myers is really excited about doing. And uh, I, I'm really excited about it. I've had the opportunity to, to work with some of those dual meets the last couple of years and meet some of those guys from the, from the 79 team and, and some other things, the 87 and 88 team. And Coach Myers is encouraging people, you know, if you haven't been to a Belmont wrestling match in the last 10 or 15 years, this is the year to come. We, we need you. Uh, we need more people at matches. We need to get back up. Uh, Belmont wrestling the last couple of years has still, still been the biggest draw at Belmont, but we're talking six or 700 people at a home meet. There's only four of them over, at the, you know, over the course of the year. We need to get back up to where there's 1,000 people coming to a match, uh, 1,200 people coming to a match, and showing those kids the support. Uh, all those memories that you have going back, whether it's 20 or 30, or if you're as old as AJ, 60 years. And I, I must say, if you went to any of the uh, volleyball semi states this weekend, 
South Adams had a Whoa. huge following in their volleyball. Belmont always takes a big crowd. Uh, the Belmont volleyball team and South Adams volleyball teams were very well represented over at Huntington North the other day, and that's the kind of county support that we really appreciate. Don't take offense. I give him a hard time when he reads the Woodcrest ad. Every time when he gets done, there's no maintenance. I tell him, Rex, you're you're as old as I am. You don't take offense. You're only 10 years away, Rex, when you read that Woodcrest ad. Back in the day, the biggest high school match ever attended was Adams Central Belmont. I believe it was 1973 or 4. We filled the gym. We filled Belmont's gym. Both sides blowing up top. The ends came out. We filled the gym. They estimated 3,200, I believe, is the, the fact. That, that may still be the record for a high school dual match. And when we talk about high school wrestling here in Adams County, we talk about great sponsors and the people who are ready to support a, a show like this, broadcast like this. We have an entire season's worth of matches to talk about later in the show. But, AJ, why don't you tell us a little bit about, about one of our great sponsors? That gentleman is Brad Weber. Now, Brad wasn't a wrestler. He was a football player and a baseball player, all state in both sports. I learned something today about Brad's family. His dad had a cousin by the name of Pat Weber that wrestled for Huntington North High School. Pat Weber was a state champion and also won the Harold F. Mumby Award for Mental Attitude, and he beat a young man from Belmont. In those days, if you won sectional, you went on. If you didn't win the sectional, you were done. Eddie Mendez, the only loss of the season, Eddie was beaten twice by Pat Weber by a point. Both matches, Eddie's career was done. Pat Weber went on to state and won it. And that was Brad Weber's cousin. And, Brad, we certainly appreciate all you do to help not only wrestling but support all the athletics here in Decatur, Indiana, football does a great amount of work for football, coaching football and helping them get the footballs ready and doing, you know, monetarily and also doing the grunt work. Brad Weber is one of those guys that you have to have to make sure your programs succeed. And with that, the first period is coming to an end. We're going to send it back to the studio for a round of messages. We'll be back with our first uh, guest of the season right after these messages. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. When you're doing new construction or remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best Paul Baker Drywall. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. 
to Hagger Sefton Hershey's Elk High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by the Double Eagle here at Cross Creek. Once again, we're live from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill, where the food is good and the drinks are cold, and uh, everyone always has a good time. Pretty good crowd out here tonight, Dane. Uh, you brought most of them. Most of them are just related to you. I think they just come to you because they're related to you. It is what it is. Well, Monroe's like your brother, isn't he? Extended family. Matthew C's here. He's like your brother, isn't he? He is. He is. But we're joined here by former state champ and Hall of Fame wrestler Paul Baker who also now shares the title of assistant wrestling coach at Belmont High School. And uh, we welcome Paul to the show. Thanks for having me. Well, Paul, we wanted to start off, uh, and we wanted to get your thoughts on uh, what got you hooked with wrestling. We've talked to a lot of guests over the last three years about uh, what the inspiration was, whether it was an older brother or whether it was a coach who got them into the sport, but what got you specifically into wrestling? Well, I wasn't very good at basketball back in the day, you know. No, uh, my my two child idols were uh, BJ and Denny Froat, so it's kind of kind of hard not to follow, you know, what they did. They were both wrestled in the state finals, and you know, there's great people out there. And, and uh, one, it, it was March of '79. Uh, my brother and I were playing basketball in the driveway, and Denny Froat was heading to AU practice, what we called it back then, and. And uh, he stopped the car, he backed it up, he came and pulled in our driveway, and he said, you boys are going to wrestling practice. So, you know, I get up there, there was probably, seemed like a thousand kids, but there's probably 50 or 60, and, you know, there's BJ Froat and Denny, so, I mean, that was just, it was, that's what hooked me into, into wrestling. And so we've heard a lot of stories, and it's always interesting. Do you remember where that first practice was? Oh, oh yeah, it was, um, they had the, it was the old, that's the weight room now. Okay. But then... The original wrestling room. They had me out. They had mats rolled out, you know, behind the bleachers, and that's where they put the little guys. And, Paul, uh, you were on as uh, kind of a call-in guest to hear a while back when uh, um, Tony Abbott was our guest, and I think you had one of the greatest lines. I mean, Belmont wrestlers understand what a great wrestler Paul Baker was, but I think you kind of humbled yourself to tell everybody that it took 17 minutes and 58 seconds before you ever got a lead on, on uh, Tony Abbott. And, He's one of those guys, he's a big fan of our show. I know he's listening right now. But uh, to know the respect that you have for Tony is just a great story in itself. Yeah, he's just, yeah. hey, you know, you got, he, I couldn't beat him. He was, he's that good. I just had a, a good day in February of 88, you and, know. And he's done a great job with bringing that Cowan program around. Uh, absolutely. He did great at Muncie Southside. And, you know, I think Cowan the first year, but he had three or four kids in the room. Now, how many kids qualified for regional last year? Eight or ten or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty impressive. For a school of only 200 or 300 kids. Yeah. And, and we talked earlier about, you know, the crown points and some of the really big schools in Indiana. But those are where the real success stories are. We talk about uh, – the other day we were talking about Silver Creek playing volleyball. Silver Creek is basically the biggest school in Indiana that didn't have wrestling. Uh, that most wrestling fans had never heard of, but they're a 3A school. They just started wrestling a year or two ago. And I think really when you look at high school wrestling in Indiana, those are where the success stories are. There are guys out there starting new programs at schools that have never done it before. They're doing what Gary Geisler did 60 years ago now in this era of the sport. And uh, what, what Tony's been able to do at Cowan is nothing short of miraculous when you really think about it. You know, he actually tweeted out a, a picture of a Cowan jersey hanging on the back of a chair at the state finals, and he said, nobody realizes how hard it was to get to this point. And for it to be his own son, obviously, was was also pretty special. But, uh, 
you know, they're they're a player in in, in our area uh, when it comes to not just one A wrestling, but you know, they really have a big impact on on the teams that we talk about more than anything else. And uh, I'm really excited for what that team has to offer. We've seen them at the AC Jet Invite before. We get to regional, and we get a chance to uh, try some of the what is the. What was the uh, baked good that we got last year? Muffins, blueberry muffins oh, yeah, they were from muffins. the two twenty pounder. I, I can't remember what his name was, but you know, we, we good baker. Rex always accepts baked goods as as payment for anything. So, so Paul, as you were one of those guys, uh, you um, wrestled hard. Always was tough, but uh, I thought when I watched you wrestle, I thought you were one of the slickest, smoothest Belmont wrestlers ever to come. Belmont had some bruisers and some rough, some rough guys, you know, the Chris Malins of the day. But I always thought that you were one of the slickest, smoothest wrestlers on a mat. And, and that's just one of the uh, things I remember about you when you wrestled. Usually I, during your era, I was off refereeing someplace. I did not see a lot of you guys unless you got to the state finals and I happened to work that year. Well, you know, our room was so tough. Uh, in, the, in the practice room, I wasn't that slick because I, I never had a takedown until the dual meets because I, my partners were – well, my partner was Paul Gunsett and uh, – our three-man group was Gunset, me and Greg Kreider, but they made it a four-man group and put Kurt Ashley in there. And Kurt and I had to wrestle Paul and and uh, Greg all the time, and we just got our – I mean, they they kicked our butts over and over and over. So I couldn't wait to get to the duel meets just to get out of that room because it was so tough. So I appreciate you saying the slickness part, but – you know, it was it was it was just a tough room. It was fun. So as we tr- transition now into this coming season, uh, I was really excited when when and maybe not as excited as Coach Myers was, but but Coach Myers called me down to his office and said, "Hey, I want to tell you something. We're going to have two new assistant coaches this year." And I thought, well, Paul Gunsett, he's still going to be an assistant coach. That's going to be one of them, and we're going to bring BJ back. He, he's going to jump on. I said, "Okay, that's going to be great." He says, "No, we're going to have Billy Baker and we're going to have Paul Baker." And he says, I'm so excited about this. Tell me about how that came about. How did Coach Myers approach you, and uh, what was your first reaction? Well, Tim texted me about a month and a half ago. He goes, are you busy? And I'm like, yeah, we're pretty busy, but you know, I can probably fit you in. I'm thinking he's talking about work. You know? <laughs> so he goes, no, I don't think you get it. I mean, are you busy right now? So I think there's something wrong. So I immediate call, immediately called him, and, and he, you know, he was talking, and, you know, asked how he's been doing. I had, you know was uh, held up a little bit this summer and he asked how I was doing. And I said, I'm, you know, doing a lot better. And he goes, I'm going to ask you a question. He goes, I, I, I've been thinking about you a lot. He goes, I would like to have you come up and help out with the team this year or however long. And, you know, I thought, well, you know, that, I appreciate that. You know, I don't, I really can't do a lot on the mat, but you know, Tim, whatever you want to do, I can come up and help you. And, you know, if I give you my two cents, I'll do whatever I can to help out. So it's very nice. He had a lot of kind words to say, and I could hear the passion in Tim's voice leading into, into this year coming up. He's just excited and and it makes everybody else excited about it too. And we've been talking today over the last hour, 95 kids at the elementary wrestling program. Tim's got people excited. He's got people coming in. What do you see as the next step for, for him and for the program, and, and where do you see it going? Well, it, it's it's only going to get better, but it's not really that bad. You know, they he's you know going to fill some tough shoes. You know, Paul Gunsett was a great coach, and he took over for B.J. Froat, and then he took over for Danny Hayes, and he took over for A.J. Calvert. It's just a just a Hall of Famers after Hall of Famers in the program, and and Tim's going to lead him well. He's just, he's going to be a great coach. He has. You know, Duke there now, and Gabe's coming in. He's gonna, he's gonna put a lot of time in, and and I like what he's doing. Billy Baker's gonna be a great asset to it. You know, he can really work them big kids, and 
you know, with Joe Rubel in there and Sean Froat and uh, Razzo and B.J. Froat and Tim Myers being up there. I mean, they, yeah, they got a good core of coaches, and, and, and they'll be good for the kids, that's for sure. One other thing that uh, Tim has went a long way is uh, he's renamed and uh, kind of reimagined the Belmont Wrestling Room and it has renamed it the John Freak Memorial Wrestling Room. And I have yet to get up there, but uh, they said there's been a lot of great work done on it to really bring it around and trying to bring back the nostalgia that he kind of based his whole coaching philosophy on. Yeah. John Freak, uh, wow, you know, that's all you can say about that guy. He, he's been an influence to a lot, of, a lot of people over the years. You know, he, he was a big asset to our teams back in the 80s, which were fun. He, he knew everything about it. We would about the sport we paul gunsett and i thought we were making moves up he would call tell us the name of it and show us a counter to it you know john knew everything <laughs> about the sport it was it, he was he's a great guy and i think you know it's been uh, eight nine ten years since he's passed and i still have conversations with sean and tim today like we still haven't found a person to replace john uh, the various things that have gone on through a year or, or we talk about a kid like he's just not getting it we talked before school, and, and you know, what are we going to do with that kid? It's like, if John were here, he would have already taken that kid aside and shown him what to do, and he, he just really was irreplaceable. He, yeah, you're right. He, and he, he, whether you knew it or not, he knew everything about you. You know, we'd, we'd get in to practice on a Monday. Well, how'd you have fun over at your buddy's houses? Well, how'd you know we were over at buddy? He knew everything about us. I don't know how I figured it out. I don't know if he's following us around or what, but. Yeah, we were very fortunate to have John Freak. And I will point out one thing, and anybody who's associated with Belmont Wrestling, they've seen it, they've noticed. John's spirit still lives on in Mary. Mary is everywhere, doing everything. She is around everyone. She knows what to expect. She knows what's out of place, what is right, what feels right. Uh, and, uh, you know, she is still a blessing to our wrestling community and, and has been even since John's passing. And we will give her a shout-out because she is listening. She texted me and wondered what time the show started tonight. So, <laughs> Of course, of course. So, Coach, as we uh, – I'm going to call you Coach now. Is that okay? You call me whatever you want. <laughs> okay. I call him the best drywaller in Decatur. Well, we do want to we do want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, and that is Andy Oberlin at the Fort Wrestling Facility. Andy went way out on a limb this last year, uh, bought a facility, put his his blood, sweat, and tears, his money into this facility, and he he basically has a, a self proclaimed goal that he wants to play a small part in bringing Fort Wayne back to being a regular player in Indiana wrestling and. And he's doing it. What he's doing is incredible. He's bringing people in. Coach Myers is also doing some of that with what he's doing with uh, Madman Wrestling Academy. But he's got this facility on Goshen Road, Rex, 1519 Goshen Road in Fort Wayne. Uh, he's got from 7-year-olds to 18-year-olds coming up there for practice at various times, different age groups, that kind of thing. But um, join him for a live practice session. He's got some camps. He's brought in Reese Humphrey, a couple of other people. Uh, but the, the name of the place is Fort Wrestling Facility. He's got a website at thefortwrestling.com. It's open to wrestlers seven years old through high school. Don't miss the chance to train with wrestlers from all over the area, focusing on technique, conditioning, and learning how to love the sport of wrestling. And uh, I, I think that that's something, if you were to talk to Coach Myers without Paul in the room, Rex, one of the things that I think he wants Paul to do is to make sure that the kids on the 35 or 40 kids on the Belmont team 
that they love the sport of wrestling, that they're not just in it to show up to something November through February. But I think Coach Baker is going to bring out sort of that passion and, like, why are you here? Why do you want to be here? Do you know what Belmont Wrestling is? And making sure that they, that, that they realize that. Well, to uh, expand on our sponsor there, I did see a tweet from uh, Fort Wrestling Facility. He took a group of young wrestlers to turn them a weekend and, and had a picture of them. And, and there must have been 10 or 12 kids, and they all had hardware. So he's already seeing success and uh, benefits from that facility itself. So with that, we're going to send it back to Stu for a round of messages. We'll be back for the third period right after this. Independently owned and operated, Haggard Sefton Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years. Whether it's at need, a prearrangement, or a monument sale, our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one. Looking for a trusted name in home or farm insulation? Ted Sprunger Insulation has been taking care of families in our area since 1978. When it comes to spraying foam and cellulose insulation, Ted Sprunger Insulation can't be beat for service or price. Give them a call today at 273-5068 or at 824-3021. That's 273-5068 or 824-3021. Ted Sprunger Insulation. Hi, this is Jesse from Heller Nursery. Heller Nursery is located in between Decatur and Bluffton on 400 West. Christmas is right around the corner. Heller Nursery has fresh cut greens and wreaths for decorating. Don't forget Christmas trees and poinsettias. Come see our wide selection of houseplants and indoor pottery. New crops are available weekly. Check out Heller Nursery's Facebook page for current selection and specials. We are open seven days a week, year-round. Welcome back to the Haggard Stephan Hershey's Eld High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by the Double Eagle here at Cross Creek. Once again, we're live from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill, where the food is always great and the drinks are always cold. Rex Burlong and Dane Filling still joined by our guest, uh, the new assistant coach, Paul Baker. And uh, Paul is also one of the greatest wrestlers of all time in Belmont history, but the greatest drywaller that's ever worked at my house. And one of the greatest... <laughs> And one of the greatest supporters of wrestling on the radio. And I know we were bragging ourselves up a little bit on Saturday because we were, uh, Rex and I were the only broadcasters doing volleyball over the radio in the entire state on Saturday. But when it comes right down to it, nobody can compare to what WZBD does with, when it comes to high school wrestling. And you've been a part of that for a long time as a sponsor. And uh, I know that over the last five or six years, as I've really gotten involved with the radio station, uh, that's one thing that I've really made a point as a Belmont wrestling fan, if I know, you know, this place does oil changes and they're a wrestling sponsor, that's where I go to for my oil changes. When I needed a, an 1880 farmhouse drywalled, I called you. Uh, those types of things. And we encourage all of our fans to, uh, to definitely uh, patronize our, our supporters and our sponsors as they, uh, they go throughout their lives. And AJ can be the first one to tell you, some of those sponsors we still have today are the guys that he went to back in 1980 and said, hey, you want to sponsor wrestling? Everybody's like, nobody has wrestling on a radio. And guess what? They've been there for you know, 30 years now. Yeah, so I thought that we would uh, talk a little bit about what the schedule looks like. We already talked about the opening match, which is going to be our traditional, for the very last time, Belmont and Columbia City match. That's up at Columbia City. And I believe that it is the very first time that Belmont will wrestle at the New Columbia City High School. Okay. You and I have been there, 
but we did it for an Adam Central match. Correct. The Correct. last time that we were there, if you remember, we were in that old, I don't know what the that place center. was. It's their tech center. It, it like didn't have lights. We were like in the dark. And I remember Alec Mowry, we think he had two, but we weren't sure. It was really, really weird. So then uh, we take basically two weeks off. And, uh, you know, depending on how far football goes, we may have to reschedule that Adam Central Belmont match. But then we'll have that. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have that 60th anniversary of New Haven and Belmont. We'll be one day off of the exact 60th anniversary of the very first Belmont wrestling or a Decatur wrestling match. Then Rex and I will have the ACAC duels. Uh, we'll, we'll pick what we want to do on Friday the 10th and Friday the 11th between Adams Central and South Adams. We'll have a really exciting match between Snyder and Belmont. On Thursday, or sorry, Tuesday, December fourteenth, we were talking earlier over shrimp and wings about uh, perhaps the most exciting freshman in the state, Indy Al Capone Vizi, who is wrestling for Snyder, ranked number two in the state at one eighty-two. A guy who is uh, excited to throw Fort Wayne wrestling on his back and on his shoulders and uh, take it to the state finals. That's really exciting uh, to see him wrestle. Then we have a rescheduled match. Uh, I really like the date. I think last year, Rex, you and I were at Columbia City on December 23rd. Does that sound right? I think, <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. So they moved it up a week for us. Uh, and it's at Adam Central. That's December 16th. Then you and I are going to carry the first two rounds of the New Haven 10-way. We're Adam Central. Hopefully wrestle uh, Yorktown, New Haven, those types of teams. And then AJ and I are going to be in Mishawaka. For the first time ever, we're going to bring you the placement rounds of the Al Smith. We're hoping that not just Ike Rubel, but a couple of other Belmont wrestlers will be wrestling in the finals. But uh, really excited to bring that to you. And then we'll be back for our match between Huntington North and Belmont. And then the Team State duels, and we'll talk about this a little bit here. We can dwell on it for a couple minutes. Team State is leaving the Coliseum. Uh, we have been awfully lucky the last few years. Uh, we've really enjoyed it. It's been great for our fans. It's been great for the radio to be able to cover Adams Central and South Adams and Belmont all at the same time. We have lucked out. Adams Central and Belmont are going to be at the same school. We have no idea whether they're going to be in separate gyms. Uh, it's been a long time since I've been in the Warren Central gym, uh, but that is going to be now. They've moved it up a week. It's going to be January 8th. 1A, 2A, and 4A are going to be at Warren Central. They've split up 3A. Franklin's going to host it at the, uh, the, the Tante Coliseum. I believe they've renamed it now after our buddy Jim. Um, but we are excited that Belmont and Adams Central are going to be there. And, and like we mentioned earlier, maybe South Adams gets invited uh, in that last spot. Uh, hopefully the guy who makes those decisions on who gets in makes a good decision. I don't know who that guy is. I think it's you. Or what, what they have to do. But uh, we're excited about that. Well, and then, I'm going to ask you a real quick question. Do they have the Coliseum locked up for years after that? They do not. We, okay. They do not have a decision made on future years. But I will tell you that from last year's experience, you guys can remember, we got into a situation with COVID last year where we had 12 teams in 2A, and we had a couple teams back out because they had been quarantined. And we had an opening in 2A. And it was presented to us, well, hey, we've got to get somebody in there who's going to represent tell you what, Jay County was an awfully good team to invite. And I went to some of the people involved with the Coaches Association and said, hey, I, I really think Jay County is an awfully good 2A team. Well, they ended up getting an invite, yeah, and I got a free t-shirt out of it. But 
they backed it up because they ended up getting third place. And I think we learned something about the process that as hard as we try in March and April to determine who's going to be the best teams next year, in the very end, I think we have an opportunity in December to pick one team that through the first four or five weeks of the season has been able to set themselves apart from the, from the competitors. You know, I was, I was pretty proud last year when Jay County finished third because they, they wouldn't have been invited had Newcastle not backed out. And I think we have an opportunity to really reward a team with a good schedule and with a good start to the season, and, and they can throw their hat into the ring. With that group of freshmen he had last year, he's just going to be even tougher to beat this year. He had a phenomenal squad, and uh, Coach Meyer is doing a lot of good work. And uh, that junior high program really built some uh, good wrestlers that he brought in, and uh, they're going to be really tough this year again. So that's going to be a real highlight for our season, our broadcast season on January 8th. The following week then, Rex, you and I will head to Delta, uh, to that beautiful new facility that Delta has built. Uh, Adam Central will wrestle there. And then we'll, on Saturday, we'll be there for the first round or two of the AC Jet invite. And then the season will end with a match between Belmont and Carroll. Uh, Belmont didn't wrestle Carroll last year. It never actually happened. So we're excited to head back up there to uh, Y2 country, as uh, some of us call it. But then it's another season. We are blessed that the ACAC has continued their Friday night special because it allows uh, all of us to get together and call the ACC tournament on Friday night. You and I can go through the drive-thru late Friday night, 11.30 noon or uh, midnight, get right back up in the morning and and call the NE8 tournament. Uh, This year, I can't even remember where the ACAC is this year. Last year we were in Portland. It's It's either back in Bluffton. It's either AC Bluffner or J- or, I think it might be uh, in Bluffner right? this year. We'll have to double-check that. But the NE8 <coughs> tournament is going to be back at Columbia City. That's two trips for us. And then, obviously, the following week, then, we start with our sectional coverage. And we will bring you every match that any Adams County wrestler wrestles from the very first 8.30 a.m. J County Rat Tail 106 match all the way until Dalton Robinson wins the state title at 285 this year. <laughs> now, that is... Optimism. That's what we bring you here at WZBD Rex. Paul, are you ready? For, are you ready for the big season? Are you hyped up about this young group of Belmonts? Absolutely. Guys? This time of year, it just gets the the blood pumping, and yeah, really excited. You got three yeah. weeks to think about it. Yeah, but you got a lot of work to do in these first three weeks. So there's there's a lot to do. It starts tomorrow for these guys. Well, it started months ago for these kids, but you know the actual season tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. And uh, Dana, we did have uh, some young men go out and uh, participate. Uh, some of them had some pretty good showings, uh, no, no hardware coming back with them, but uh, some of those guys did get some quality matches in uh, at the Nationals. Yeah, there was a lot of Belmont guys, actually, that were out there. Uh, Calvin Farrote, uh Ike Rubel, Dobie Litchfield, Duke Myers, um, Gavin Davis were all out there. And uh, it's good experience, and you don't have to necessarily look at how they placed and, and who they beat. There's a lot of, of guys from different states out there, but uh, it was definitely uh, worth it. And I know that Coach Myers and Coach Farrow really had a good time uh, bringing those guys out there, and it was a great precursor to the start of the season. And, uh, you know, when that bell rings at 3.01 tomorrow, and, yes, the bell does ring at Belmont at 3.01, um, we won't, we won't go any deeper into that. But when that bell rings at 3.01 tomorrow, uh, there are 40 boys and I believe three or four girls who know that, that, that it's time to get to work tomorrow. 
We didn't mean to run Paul off so quick, but uh, we do have a Cross Creek ad that AJ is going to step back in here and read before we go into our overtime section. Thank you, Rex. Cross Creek Golf Club down here below us, now with 27 beautiful holes. And they've got a lot of opportunity for your family. If you haven't started to play golf yet, if you're thinking about being golfers, you can buy a membership for your family, individual, for kids. You can buy a, a membership if you're a senior, a couples, a lot of opportunities. You can buy a membership and just play the majority course, which is the executive course, a little bit shorter, nine holes, or the championship, or the whole shebang. Uh, talk to anybody downstairs. The rates right now are lower than they will be after the first of the year. There's a lot of beautiful clothing down there, Cross Creek, uh, shirts and sweaters and a lot of opportunity. And for that golfer in your life, make sure you get down there over the holidays and buy a gift certificate. And you might buy a gift certificate for a membership or just a $200 gift certificate so they can uh, come in and, and, and play golf when they want or purchase some uh, equipment or even some clothing wear. So that's Cross Creek Golf Club here in Decatur, right below us, right below the Double Eagle. Well, we definitely want to thank Cross Creek Golf Course as one of our sponsors, along with our other sponsors, Heller Nursery, Paul Baker Drywall, as we mentioned earlier, Bowers Body Shop, Decatur Package Liquor, TDD Maintenance and Repair. And uh, we're certainly excited for what... uh, WZVD has on tap for wrestling, not only from the talk show side of it, but from the broadcast schedule and, and all the other things that we have. And, of course, uh, Brad Weber and the other sponsors that, we, that we've mentioned tonight. We do like to thank Paul Baker for coming in and being our guest here tonight for this section of the show. And with that, we're going to send it back to studio for our last round of messages. We'll be back with the overtime right after this. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. Stop in and ask me for details about our new Beer of the Month Club with all our great variety. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. Decatur Package Liquor, it's located right on 13th Street. Come on guys, it's where your friends shop. Hi, this is Jesse from Heller Nursery. Heller Nursery is located in between Decatur and Bluffton on 400 West. Christmas is right around the corner. Heller Nursery has fresh cut greens and wreaths for decorating. Don't forget Christmas trees and poinsettias. Come see our wide selection of houseplants and indoor pottery. New crops are available weekly. Check out Heller Nursery's Facebook page for current selection and specials. We are open seven days a week, year round. The Double Eagle here at Cross Creek, once again live from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Now we've made it to the overtime section where Dane's going to run down the uh, schedule for everything coming up this week on WZBD. Yeah, we've got a full week. Uh, It's another three-day week. Actually, it's not a three-day week because I ditched you on Friday for uh, football. Yeah, thanks, Dane. We do have Radio Auction, the greatest entertainment on radio. And uh, for those of you who are listening... If you're not from the Decatur area, I'm going to plug two of my sponsors, which are Trouble Brewing in uh, Fort Wayne and Rack and Helens in New Haven. They'll have gift certificates on sale. You can get a $20 gift certificate for $10, I believe, um, or a $10 certificate for 6 But uh, listen in as the WZBD personalities bring you all kinds of interesting information. 
and, uh, and, and listen to some of the jokes that the caller is telling, too. Our buddy Steve Rouse is running board right now. Somehow he holds that show together, and I tell you, it's like herding cats, keeping Judy and Al in line. But uh, it's, a, it's a great show. You and I call in on a regular basis. I call in more than I need to, but uh, uh, it's a great bit of entertainment. You can find some good bargains on there, too. I almost bought an air fryer the other night, but uh, couldn't, get, couldn't get it in. And there's a, big, there's a big item this week. They had the refrigerator uh, last week. Oh, I'm trying to think what the big item is this week. Well, you have to listen in, and, and there's plenty of ads uh, throughout the day that are telling you about it. But then on Wednesday, we got the Jeff Brom Show. Purdue coming off a very big win over Nebraska uh, this week. That'll be at 6.05. And then on Thursday... The uh, Colts are Thursday night football. They lost one in overtime, 34-31 today. they got to turn right back around and play the Jets, who were the biggest underdog of the year. Uh, I believe the first team fa- uh, as more an underdog more than seven points against the Bengals and won today. So that's a 7 o'clock start on the, uh, on the pregame. And then on Friday, you and Mike Mockey will have Triton at Adams Central. And uh, I don't want to jinx them, Rex, but I don't think it matters what I say. Adam Central is going to walk through that. It's going to be another blowout, and they're going to get ready for their game, hopefully against South Adams the, the week after. Yeah, we anticipate the, uh, be a South Adams Central game. In the, in the Mud Bowl part due, I believe, <laughs> in two weeks, but we'll see. That will be follow, uh, followed by the great Bob Lovell on Indiana Sports Talk after that. And then we're still waiting on a Purdue-Michigan State uh, football kickoff time. They haven't announced that yet, but we're hoping that that works well with our uh, coverage as we will be doing 4 o'clock volleyball from Worthen Arena, the 3A state championship match between the Braves of Belmont and the Braves of Brebuff Jesuit. Uh, we also have then girls basketball after that. Uh, we will see what happens with the Purdue kickoff. We may change our schedule after that. But then next Sunday... We will have Coach Myers himself here uh, as he talks about his vision for Belmont Wrestling and for the season to come with his big senior class. That will be back here at the Double Eagle at 7 o'clock. And then the following week on November 9th is the very first uh, Purdue basketball broadcast on WZBD as they take on Bellarmine Tuesday at 6 o'clock. I do want to point out that we do have shows here basically every Sunday all the way through the holiday season. Uh, We are not going to have a show the day after Christmas. Instead, we are going to do some sort of Al Smith show. Uh, It may be me and my wife. It may be me, my wife, and AJ. It may be Al Smith and AJ. I don't know who it's going to be. But we're going to try to do something. Uh, If you've ever been to the Al Smith tournament, you know that they tell you it's going to start at a certain time. All you have to do then is add two and a half hours after that and that's when the wrestling actually starts. Because with 32 teams, there's a lot of scratches in between that 6 o'clock uh, seating meeting the night before and when they actually get started with the wrestling. If you put A.J. Calvert and Al Smith together on radio, that's 150 years of wrestling coaching put together. So uh, I, I do uh, want to say that uh, we do look forward to that uh, volleyball state tournament that uh, you and I are going to broadcast down there and uh, we wish the Braves the best of luck and uh, that's one of those things uh, they've really walked through that semi-state that we had 
on Saturday, and I uh, heard a lot of people tuned in and, and thanked us for being there. And uh, that's one of the things you go back and thank the station owner because if there's a sporting event that needs to be covered, WZBD is going to be there. And we will be the only radio station in the state covering the state finals next week at Worthen Arena. Uh, then after our Al Smith show at Mishawaka, we will uh, reveal, as we've done the last two years, the pairings for the state uh, team state wrestling tournament live right here where we're sitting. That'll be January 2nd. Joe come down to help us? Joe will be coming down. That'll be a, a simulcast on Indiana Matt. It's a great part of moving the tournament a week later to January 8th. We will be able to take in all of the results, whether it is from Brexville or the Al Smith or the Modern Day Holiday Classic or any of the other tournaments, North Montgomery. Be able to use those results and then see the Team State Tournament I know one of the things that we've struggled with the last couple of years is we've had to have things seeded by December 20th or 21st because of the way the tournament has gone, and I think that's going to really make for a better tournament this year. And once again, we'd like to thank all the uh, fans for coming out. This was one of our bigger nights that uh, we've had. Uh, uh, some of those guys down there just playing cards. They're not really part of the wrestling show, but uh, they're, they're down there. They're, they're listening. They're adding to the atmosphere. They don't have any choice. We have a speaker blasting down there. And, uh, but, you know, just like, just like the Jeff Brown show, you know, they have it at the that's bar. That's right. I mean, that's what we want this to be. So put this on your calendar. Sunday nights, come out here. It's a great place to sit and enjoy some. i tell you what, my wife fell in love with the chips and salsa here. I mean, it's the, new, it's the best chips and salsa in town. That, that house salsa is all, awfully good. So then after our Team State pairing show, then we'll have shows. Uh, recapping Team State will be here the next uh, evening after the 8th on January 9th. We will look forward to the conference tourneys on January 16th. We will look at the, we will predict, we will put on our Swami hats and talk about sectional pairings and sectional seatings on January 23rd. And then, as we were talking earlier, Monday, January 31st, we will bring you a show. So that'll be our first Monday show as we have to give way to uh, NFL football that night. But uh, then we'll be back as a semi-state preview show. And that Sunday, February 6th show is always great because that's the day that we get the semi-state brackets. And you get to see the draws, get to see who gets the death draw, who gets the great draw, who's going to be the great ticket round matches. And then um, we will also bring you a uh, state finals preview show. And then you and I and AJ... We will be live again. I don't know if it'll be from our hotel room as it was last year. I don't know if it'll be from the lobby of... Now, you got to remember, too, I don't know if everybody knows this, but if you follow things closely enough or if you're just a subscriber to the DDD, but we are not going back to Banker's Life this year. There is no Banker's Life Fieldhouse anymore. There is only Gainbridge Fieldhouse. It's been rebranded, and that's going to take a tough one for me to remember to come back from commercials. So we will be, hopefully, live from the lobby of the Gainbridge Fieldhouse, or maybe we'll be out on the sidewalk on the street somewhere calling the, the action, but we will be there. And I do know that our good friend, Mr. Falcons, has told us, and he told me this in May, that you should expect Friday this year to look like it did last year. The split? With the split sessions and basically a full day of wrestling instead of your traditional 6 p.m. start. So, don't know what that looks like for our, for our show, but we have a great friend in Jason Wiley. We have a good friend in Mr. Falcons who has been very gracious to us. And Gave us a come. great perch and last year. And wants to be back on our show. And, uh, and then <laughs> when the season is all over and... Uh, Ike Rubel and Dalton Robinson have won their state title. 
we will be back here on Sunday, February 20th to, uh, to celebrate those things and call it a season. I tell you what, that sounds like an awful lot of uh, wrestling going on, Dan. You know why? Because it is. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of time. You know, you send me, here's the schedule, and it's like, oh, that's a lot of wrestling matches. Wait, that's only half of it. Oh, that's the Belmont match. Oh, here's the AC matches, and then, then you didn't even put the coaches' shows in here. I haven't I mean, told you how many basketball games you have to do yet. I'm not doing any basketball games. I just told you that. <laughs> you don't know that yet. I but, know. Uh, I'm not doing any basketball games. Hey, we do, while we're talking about it, and we've got so many people listening, whether it's Bruce Teamy or his buddy John or uh, Coach Myers, we do want to go through and at least give a shout-out. Those boys who went to Iowa this weekend, that's a long trip. They took some time off of school. Uh, away from their studies. They had to ride in the car all the way out there. But we want to give a shout-out. Calvin Farrote won a couple of matches um, in the championship bracket at 132. Um, another one of uh, Tim's academy guys, Easton Doster, a great freshman to look out. We haven't talked about New Haven yet, but I was telling Coach Calver earlier, New Haven has a girl ranked in the top 20 in the state at 106. It's the first time a girl's been ranked in Indiana in about a decade. We're really excited to uh, talk about her. Of course, her father, a former Belmont wrestler, and Sam Ocampo. But Juliano Ocampo is ranked uh, 18th or 19th at 106. Easton Doster is ranked at 113 for New Haven. So that's a very interesting duel uh, for them. But also looking at the other results for the Decatur Wrestling Club at the preseason nationals, Ike Rubel went down, uh, went over there and won five matches and made it all the way to the sixth consolation round. And Dobie Litchfield, fresh off of um, cross-country season. I'll give Dobie some credit. Uh, there, I'll have a nice article in Tuesday's paper about Dion Geis and what he accomplished. His teammates got to go and support him and watch him. And honestly, you, you wouldn't have blamed Dobie for skipping wrestling and going and, and running and, and helping his friend Dion in the state finals and being a supporter. Dobie's ready to go. Doby was cutting weight after he, he got eliminated from the cross-country race. He told Dion, hey, I'm sorry I'm not going to be there, but i got to get ready for wrestling season. Uh, he goes and he wins one, two, three, four matches, loses to Aiden Torres from Chesterton uh, and, and had a showing. And um, Duke Myers was also there wrestling at Iowa. And uh, really exciting to see some Belmont wrestlers wrestle in those national tournaments. Well, Dane, uh, it was a great first show, and I... Now I understand why we do four shows before wrestling season even starts because there's a lot to squeeze in. And if you wait until the season rolls around, it's like you miss something. So uh, we appreciate uh, our sponsors. Uh, basically, we appreciate it from our station owner. But our station owner, when you pitched it to him and said, hey, we want to do this for a month, he goes, hey, you're going to sell some ads. And you come at him with a big pile of cash and said, here it is. And he said, you're on. I mean, it's just that quick. Yeah, and well, there are enough people listening that want to know what's going on. And we haven't even touched on, and we will next week, and we'll get the, the, the reasoning for it from Coach Myers. But there are some changes to Belmont's schedule this year. Uh, Belmont will be wrestling again, uh, finally, in my opinion. They'll be wrestling Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving, as we used to do for so many years, whether it was Wawa Sea, where we'd make that trip to Valparaiso the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, then there was a time where we, we alternated between Yorktown and, uh, oh gosh, where was it? Where was it that we used to go? We, uh, Peru, where they used to wrestle f- five matches one day and five days. We're going to be going to Goshen. It's not going to be on the radio. Uh, you are going to be covering either Adams Central or South Adams at Football State that weekend. I'll be covering the wrestling part of it from Goshen as Belmont wrestles five matches on Friday, five matches on Saturday. 
And uh, I'll bring you all of the results and all of the stories in the Decatur Daily Democrat and on uh, uh, the sports program in the morning on WZBD. But uh, Adam Central has some changes too. Coach Curry, you know, he makes the, the focal point of his season Team State. It's one of my favorite parts about Team State is that the small schools make it the center of their attention. He has changed his schedule. He has dropped a tournament at Milan. Uh, my wife and I have made the trip to Milan two years in a row. It's not a whole lot of fun driving all the way down there. This year, they're going to go to Rensselaer Central. Why are they going to Rensselaer Central? Because Rensselaer Central's in the 1A Team State tournament, and they want to get an opportunity to wrestle those teams. And uh, South Adams has made some changes to their schedule. I talked to Coach Gaskell. He admitted that the last couple of years that their dual meet schedule has not been up to snuff, and he's added some better teams to their dual meet schedule. And uh, always great to hear coaches talk about wanting to, to, to make that schedule the best that it can be for the, for the talent that they have. And uh, we're going to do our best to cover it as well as we can here on WZBD. Dane, you talked about during the volleyball tournament that there was some information coming out from both Adams Central and South Adams about some wrestlers that may be new to the program. And you said you were going to d- deliver that tonight. Well, I don't know if we're allowed to say it, but no, I, know, I know that there have been some rumors that there are several basketball players who are going to be putting, putting the sneakers away and uh, putting some tape on their laces this year and joining both the AC and the South Adams wrestling teams. And I know that both Coach Curry and Coach Gaskell are really excited about it. But let's go back to what I said earlier. That doesn't happen unless you have a team state. They're they're out there recruiting these kids, telling them, hey, it's not about your individual success. You can have individual success, and we'll support you in it. But this team needs you. These guys that you're out in the mud mud bowl with, they need a heavyweight. And And we need you on January 8th. There's three guys that you need to beat. Everything else in the entire season, we don't care about. We need you to train, and we need you to be ready to be able to move our lineup, to position our lineup. And maybe, you know, if it comes down to the heavyweight, maybe the heavyweight doesn't even wrestle. Maybe he's out there as a threat, and Blake Hirely gets moved up to heavyweight. Well, how many, you, how many matches did Stuber win last, can, night, can, last uh, year? Can Blake Hirely even make 195? He looks he's a huge. You know, Stu, Stuber come out and wrestled for South Adams last year, had not wrestled since he was really young, and uh, really added to that program and gave him a 215-pounder that just really was a quality wrestler. Yeah, and, you know, you, you, those guys then, they get to sectional and they struggle or maybe they don't even qualify for regional, and you think, oh, was it really worth it? Absolutely. I mean, these teams in 1A and 2A specifically are looking at the team state tournament as something that is a feather in their cap that they want to, to win, and they want to go out and find somebody out of the hallways to put in that lineup specifically for that weekend. And with that, we've ran over. The overtime period is over, and uh, we're going to go ahead and go off the air now. But remember, stay tuned as we get the podcast up. There will be extended play on the podcast. So with that, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Like, thanks, Steve, for running board for us. Tune in next Sunday night, 7 o'clock, for the next episode of the Hager Seppin Hershey's Elk High School Wrestling Weekly here from the Double Eagle at Cross Creek. Good night, everybody. Thanks, Steve. Keep the, keep the tape running. Okay, now we can say anything we want. Keep the tape right? running. Isn't that what, what it is? Yeah. Well, you know, when we talk about a change in schedule, I really hated it when we lost... When we, when we lost uh, 
Valparaiso, and we st- we got out of that. The Viking invite. Then we then we went, then we went to that where Peru and Yorktown, they they flip flopped. But I think it was only a Saturday tournament. I don't think it was a double day tournament. But after the season that we had last year, where you know we went into we didn't wrestle at all for about a month because of COVID. We you know we were short on matches. I think Coach Myers realizes that. With the team that he has and the experience that they have, there's no reason not to have. What do we have? We got Columbia City, Adam Central, ten. That's twelve. New Haven, Snyder. That's fourteen. The NE8 Triple Duel, seventeen. Yeah, a uh, Leo, eighteen. So heading into the Al Smith, those boys should have eighteen matches in. And I'll tell you what, from going into that Al Smith seating meeting the last three or four years with Paul, yeah. when we come into that... The five and, and one. And we say, we're seven and two. Yeah. And then they plug that in and they say, well, that's, you know, 77%. You're, you're unseated. Now, with 18 matches, you're going to be able to be 16 and two instead of seven and two. And I think it's going to make a big difference. And, uh, Dane, you uh, texted me earlier today and said uh, a couple of our future guests that we want to get on, and I sent a, a quick text. Uh, I am off to that guy, and... Uh, he said he would be honored to be our guest, and we're not going to spring that on yet right now, but uh, we'll dial that in and uh, get uh, a very nice individual that we can put into our schedule for uh, one of the call-in guests. Yeah, and uh, like I said earlier, Coach Myers is going to be our guest on November 7th. That's next Sunday. Uh, he was hesitant, not knowing what his schedule was going to be in Iowa uh, to be able to come on the first show, and it worked out great that we were, be able, were able to get Paul on. And then the following week, um, we're also going to have Wade McClurg on. Uh, really excited to talk to him because, you know, you talk about what Andy Oberlin's done with Fort Wayne Wrestling with his facility. Wade McClurg left a top 20 program at Roncalli, moved his family from Indianapolis to Fort Wayne, took a job at Indiana Tech to be their RTC person, and, you know, is really devoted to developing wrestling in Fort Wayne. And if we're talking about who our target audience is, I think he's absolutely right in our wheelhouse. And I'm really excited to talk to him about what he sees as, you know, how does Fort Wayne move forward in the next decade with training opportunities and and those type of things. Then on November 21st, uh, we'll speak with Jesse Gaskell. And then, of course, we'll hope that uh, with the football schedule willing that we'll get Coach Curry in here before their season starts. And, uh, you know, one of our best guests... Always is uh, Coach Culp. We'll want to get him in here before Belmont wrestles Columbia City. Uh, I just completed the the team rankings in the state for the preseason mag. If you're listening and you haven't ordered Indiana Matt's preseason magazine, they've already sold, I think, 400 copies. Uh, It's a great piece of of literature. You can get the the PDF version or you can get the the paper copy mailed to your house. All kinds of photos from the entire season. If you are... Going to wrestling matches, you want to look at those great pictures that the Indiana Matt photographers have so you can identify those kids. It's got all of the preseason rankings, team, girls, individual, semi-state rankings, everything in it, uh, lots and lots of different uh, material. And I will tell you this, there have been several groups of people in the last five years who have tried to imitate what Indiana Matt has done and they failed. And another group has tried for the last two or three years to run their own website and to put things together and those types of things, and they failed. Because what Joe does, 
it's not just, he doesn't just sit at home and, and spend an hour or two a week on that. He's the most intense person in the sport when it comes down to just, just throwing time at things. And he's assembled guys. Uh, there's a group chat that runs week long of guys from all over the state, the guys who do semi-state rankings. Joe runs it. And we share information nonstop. Hey, this kid is, is, is transferring from this school. He's going to this school. Make sure that you get that fixed. They want to be perfect. And they want their rankings to be accurate. And uh, it's a machine, and it's, it's something to, that, 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 that you're going to want to follow if you're not already following. And the funny thing was that we were at the state finals, and we were with Joe, and you, we saw that other group of guys, and it kind of reminded you of Anchorman, the movie. It's like he just he – just, he just brick just killed a guy with a trident. You know, it was that kind of thing that the Indiana Matt guys and the other guys they're going to have this big rumble about uh, uh, Indiana Matt kind of thing. But uh, Joe does an intense job with it, and uh, he is a big supporter of us. Puts our uh, podcast out there uh, on uh, right up there with Gorilla Radio and uh, gets it out there to the masses. To uh, lets people all over the state listen to to our show, and we do have uh, fans way down south, even in Evansville. Well, and you know. It, when the three of us get together, it doesn't matter whether we have a microphone in front of us or not. We're talking wrestling. I'm sure if you listen to our football or vo- volleyball broadcast, you hear us talking wrestling. But you get people together that have a passion for something, and they don't really have an incentive. You know, you don't need, I'm sorry, they don't need an incentive to want to do things right. And uh, I, I feel like that's what we do here at WZBD. We're motivated to give the best coverage no matter th- what other factors there are. It's the same thing at Indiana Matt. Every year, he's looking at, what did we do wrong last year? Several years ago, he added the John Harrell-like setup for the schedules. And you're able to input your schedule and then input your results. Well, this year, now, you're going to be able to link that schedule to the results. So when you look at the schedule, you can just click on it, and it will take you to the results. It's exactly like John Harrell's website for girls basketball, boys basketball, football. It's all interlinked. He's got profiles for Every wrestler. He's got pictures for every wrestler. Uh, every wrestler that's wrestled for a school. I went in and clicked on mine, and it goes back, Belmont wrestler, Rex Burr, and pulls up and pulls up all this history. I mean, it's like it's, it's all there, and it's just really intense. And you can spend all night just perusing through IndianaMatton.com. Did and you recognize that skinny little guy? <laughs> no pictures. No pictures. They didn't have cameras back in those days. You know, people said, oh, did you have watch videotape you wrestling? No, they didn't have videotape when I wrestled. They were just charcoal rubbings. Yeah. was all they had. The slate. Matt says they were just slate. Chiseling with That's a rock right. and chisel. Don't talk that way because your mom and I were in the same class, and she will get you after that. I know. I got you. And she's here tonight with your dad. She is. We have a great crowd tonight, and uh, like we said earlier, we've got a great passion for high school wrestling in this community. And, uh, you know, whether you're a fan of Adams Central or South Adams or Belmont or just area wrestling in general, Jay County Harris, whatever some, it may be. There are some great reasons to get excited about this upcoming season. If you aren't excited about the possibility of Ike Rubel winning a state title this year, I don't know what's wrong with you. I mean, what, what we've experienced the last two years in watching him wrestle under the lights, I mean, it, it's probably going to dog him a little bit throughout the year. It, it really is going to be what he's judged on. But by golly, if there's one kid who's ready to, to bear that load, it's him. He's ready. He wants to do it. Everybody else in the state is excited about it. He was the 2A wrestler of the year last year. 
He's got friends from all over the state who are rooting for him. And when that time comes, and if he does advance out of the, the Saturday morning round in the semifinals, I can't wait to hear the crowd at, let's what's not, it called? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Gainbridge? Is it Gainbridge? Bain, Bainbridge? I don't know why. I it don't is. Know. But anyway, it's going to be exciting. Dane, over the summer, I talked to a lot of people that are uh, fans from that uh, little school just south of here in a town called Monroe that were so appreciative of the fact that we kind of split off and, and put an Adam Central program together to cover those matches, and we kind of brought those two communities back together. And I, I heard people say that they really wanted it, and they really appreciated it happening. But it took sponsors. It took sponsors to come up and say, look, if we're going to cover a schedule, we're going to pay for it. And they did. They, yeah, they came and, out in full. And we really want to, want to thank uh, our sponsors at DDD Maintenance and Repair, uh, Zerker Tire, some of our other local community sponsors who were really supportive of, of that initiative. And also want to thank Rob Weaver, our station owner, um, to allow us to do that. And we had some great duels last year at those ACAC duels. And uh, it, it's been kind of nice to uh, go through the schedule and to, to pick back and forth as to what fits best. And uh, we really thank WZBD for that. Guys, I'll tell you something. The last 10 years, the only thing that made the Fort Wayne semi-state any good was Delta and Belmont and sometimes, what, Northwood or Jimtown. And now that Delta has fallen on hard times, uh, this is so encouraging that we have got people who are investing their time, their money, and their effort to bring Fort Wayne wrestling up to where it should be, the second biggest city in the state. They need to contribute. Otherwise, our semi-state will never be what it should be. Yeah, and if you're not a fan of Adams County Wrestling even, you've got to be excited about Al Capone Vizi. I mean, that kid is phenomenal. Uh, as a freshman coming in at that high of a weight. What did you say, Pan Am gold medalist? Uh, he wrestled the Pan, Pan Am. Pan Am gold medalist at not only uh, Greco and freestyle, one of both. And uh, as we talked earlier, Giuliano Campo, you know, we haven't talked a whole lot about girls wrestling today. Um, we will later on in the season. We've got two seniors from Belmont, Trinity Coin, and Andrea Hernandez. And uh, it's really cool because uh, I believe tomorrow there will be at least one other girl joining them at practice who has seen what those girls have done and said, I think I want to do that. Never wrestled before has decided that they're going to go through some training and show up. They've talked to the coaches, and uh, we've talked about it. I've been to the girls' regional, the girls' state tournament the last two or three years. Uh, Coach Razzo has done a lot with it. Uh, Adam Central, we saw Anvili Lichty wrestle last year at Team State for Adam Central. Uh, Jay County's done a great job of embracing it. Uh, I believe my wife told me that Columbia City has five or six girls ranked in the state. Girls wrestling in Indiana is ready to explode as soon as we can get our good friends, Mr. Falcons, to get in line and join the other 35 or 40 states and sanction it as its own, as its own sport. Now, I tell you what, Dane, the Summer Olympics that just happened this past summer, I woke up at 5.30 in the morning to watch the women's wrestling because knowing we had two Indiana girls in there, I tell you what, I've been working, and I'm close to having a uh, guest who is a bronze medalist who happens to be from Indiana, and we're working on getting that. And I tell you what, the, with Hildebrand and Miracle coming on and these young girls looking up at them as, uh, you know, heroes and uh, somebody really, we saw a little girl on uh, 
Halloween costume yes. dressed as uh, Sarah Hildebrand with the cut eye bleeding over top of it. She, uh, Sarah just, uh, quote, just uh, sent that tweet out. But uh, I talked to Brad Snyder one time, and he goes, hey, she would love to be on your show. So he's going to hook me up. We're going to get the number, and uh, we're going to work on getting that uh, phone call interview because she could be anywhere in the world. Yeah, and we talk from a Belmont perspective. Uh, Andre and Trinity have worked really hard over the last six or seven years. If you've driven down 224 in front of Belmont High School, uh, I love what Coach Myers has done. Not only do you see Ike and Dobie and Henry and some of those other boys, but you see Andrea and Trinity as part of the team picture. They're on a huge billboard if you're not from Decatur and you haven't seen it yet uh, as part of the team. And, I, you know, Coach Myers was complaining that the, the girls' regional is the, the night before team state. And I kind of rolled my eyes at him and said, hey, man, it's been that way for two or three years. We've been going to both. I don't know where my wife and I have Kokomo. gone to Kokomo. And we went to McConaughey one time, which is out in the middle of absolute nowhere. And we've gone. And, you know, it's not just us. I don't want to try to take credit, but I'm just trying to tell you that Bruce Teamy and other people who have no real interest no family relationship with Trinity or Andrea have been there at 6 o'clock on a Friday and then turned right back around getting home at 1 or 2 a.m. and driven right back to watch Belmont the next morning where, wherever the, the boys' team has wrestled. And it's going to be the same thing this year, although I guess with Warren Central hosting, I guess we'll probably just drive to McConaughey and then stay somewhere on the north side of Indianapolis rather than driving back home. McConaughey Suites. Yeah, maybe we'll be at the McConaughey Suites this time. Well, McConaughey is next to Peru, so maybe you get uh, at the Air Force Base there. As Bunker the, Hill. Bunker Hill. Yeah, we'll get something like Over that. Over and out, boys. But uh, with that, uh, also uh, coming out, uh, early season rankings, Andrea and Trini both ranked number three in their weight class in the state. Uh, they were both got injured uh, last year toward the end of the season, didn't get a compete in the tournament, but uh, we look for a strong showing for both those uh, girl wrestlers. Yeah, and you know, just to, to plug what Joe has done with the preseason mag, we'll, I, I wanted to run through who the number one ranked wrestlers in the state are and, and to get a little bit more of a state overview. Brownsburg's got a freshman in Jake Hockaday, who's ranked number one at 106. He's a really exciting wrestler who is ranked ahead of Jeffrey Bailey, who's been at the state tournament the last couple of years from River Forest and who's a senior. Uh, Greg Schaefer's son from Modern Day is a freshman this year and really exciting. At 113 pounds, defending state champion Ashton Jackson is ranked first. Evan Dickey is second. At 120 pounds, it's Ike, who's ranked number one. Logan Miller from Brownsburg is two. At 126 pounds, it's Logan Frazier from Crown Point, who's ranked number one. Crown Point's going to have a great team this year. Zeke Seltzer is looking for another state title. He is a two-time returning state champion from Indianapolis Cathedral. At 138 pounds, one of the best wrestlers that we've ever seen in Indiana is Jesse Mendez. He's a three-time state champion. He's going to be a four-time state champion. You look at the list of guys who are going to try to, to cut it at 138. It's a bold thing to do if you've got aspirations for getting up on the podium to say, I'm going to wrestle 138. I'm going to take my shot at wrestling in the same way as Jesse Mendez, one of the best wrestlers in the country. At 145 pounds, could have a great tournament between Hayden Watson and Matthew Kuntz, both of whom have wrestled in the state finals before. At 152 pounds, somebody that we've spent time talking about before, Sam Goen from Crown Point, beat Ike Rubel in the Al Smith finals two years ago. He's ranked number one. Delaney Ruhlman, 
who's also uh, one and Al Smith from Bloomington Southeast too. And Toby Abbott is right up there in uh, the third spot at 152. At 160, it's Jay Conway, who beat Duke Myers last year at state. He's ranked number one. Uh, Hunter May, <laughs> a very interesting storyline. So Hunter May was a freshman last year at Floyd Central. He's left Floyd Central, transferred to Modern Day, and he and former teammate Jay Conway are ranked one and two at 160. Not sure if two former teammates have ever wrestled each other in the state finals, <laughs> but that would be an interesting one. Modern Day's Brody Ballman is ranked number one at 170. Drake Buchanan from Center Grove, who we'll see at the Al Smith. Uh, we could have a preview of the state finals as the top two wrestlers at 182 will both be at the Al Smith between Drake Buchanan and our boy D.L. Capone Vizi uh, will also be there at 195. Then Gabe Sollers from Evansville Modern Day is ranked number one at 220. We haven't even mentioned his name yet. He may be the best wrestler in Indiana. That's Christian Carroll. He's ranked number one in the nation. Didn't wrestle last year. Didn't even bother to wrestle last year. Didn't need to. High he's school. so good. I'm not going to bother myself with the high school. Yeah. So he's excited. He's also going to be at the 2A state finals in Team State. So we're excited to see him there. And then, I mean, I don't know if you how much you remember last year, but heavyweight last year was awesome. The kid from West Lafayette was great. The kid from Westfield was great. But Leighton Jones from Brownsburg was your champ last year, and that's going to be another great weight. We've seen some great heavyweight tournaments over the last couple of years. And if our good buddy Coach AJ is still listening, he made sure to tell me that his boy, Jason Orr, uh, heavyweight from Muncie Central last year, beat two guys ranked ahead of him in the preseason rankings this weekend at a preseason tournament. And uh, that's somebody to look at as a probable regional champion, buttonheads with our boy Dalton Robinson, uh, and is definitely somebody that uh, is going to have a chance to represent our regional at the state finals. Now, now did, does D-Rob know that you've put him on this pedestal? That no, he, he probably isn't listening. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. Rex, it was a great first show. I'm so excited about the season that's to come. Obviously very excited about volleyball on Saturday. Very excited about what's left in the football season, but I can't wait for that first match. Belmont at Columbia City. It's special. Knowing that it's going to be the last time, for a while at least, that Belmont and Columbia City wrestle. I know Coach Culp knows what it means to his program and to our program. They are ranked in the top 10 in 3A. They open their season against Prairie Heights, who are ranked number one in 1A, and then they wrestle us, who are ranked number one in 2A. To give you an idea of what Coach Culp has planned, it's going to be a great start to the season. Well, you know that Coach Culp is one of our big fans, and so he better roll out the red carpet for us when we show up there to uh, broadcast that match. I assume, I assume filet mignon and whatever the other Whitley County... Uh, well, I remember the match three years ago very vividly because that was when my first grandchild was born, and we were in the tech facility, and I get the text, you got a grandbaby. I don't, so. know how, I don't know how you received a text in that facility because it was like a, I don't know, we were like in a bunker. It was, it was kismet. It was, it was something. And it's hard to believe that the group that wrestled that night, they were freshmen. It was little Ike and little Calvin and little Alec. All of those kids now have become seniors, and we've been able to watch them over the last three years, and I'm so excited to watch them in their senior year. Once again, we'd like to thank all of our five crowd to come out. Uh, one, the one and only Matthew C. Monroe is here in, yes, an em- is. in an empty bucket in front of him. The judge has left the building. The judge is, the judge is gone. See, judge? 
And half a, half a Dane's family is still here. That's right. The mayor is here. We welcome, welcome him and his wife. He's and, got a key uh, to the city for us, I think. That's, maybe, maybe. He's got the key to the city for us. Could be. You never know. I got one, I got one back when uh, we finished runner-up. Uh, the mayor of the city at that time, Fred Ish, gave me a key to the city. I've got one. Little wooden one says "Key to the City." Decatur. I'll put that it in did, your. I'll put that in your Hall of Fame speech. It right. doesn't unlock any doors, yeah, though. I'm saying. That figures. Once again, we really thank Steve Rouse for running aboard for us today. And uh, with that, we're going to sign off. So tune in next Sunday night, seven o'clock, for more wrestling talk. Once again, thanks a lot. Talk to you next week.